This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 031, Rollover Beethoven, live. Beethoven is the last song on ELO's first live album, The Night the Light Went On in Long Beach. On the original release of the album in 1974, the song was 5 minutes 37 seconds. For the 1998 remix of the album, a piano and guitar solo were lopped out, cutting the song's running length to 4 minutes 25 seconds. In 1980, Bev Bevan said, When we very first started and we were doing all our own material, we wanted to do a song that the crowd was familiar with and we thought a Chuck Berry song was as good as any. It started because we were so short of material. We never had anything for an encore, so someone suggested we do the inevitable Chuck Berry number. What was it to be? We decided on Roll Over Beethoven with some genuine strings on at the start. At first we tried Beethoven's ninth, but finally settled on Beethoven's fifth. To our string section, all classically trained musicians, he was nothing. Sure, they said, Beethoven, Mozart, Bach, it's all the same to us. But the moment an audience heard it for the first time, with those stirring strings sweeping into rock and roll, they went wild. In the liner notes for Flashback, Jeff Lynn said, I saw Chuck, Barry, once in a coffee shop, but I didn't fancy going up to him in case he said, You messed up my song! Oh! I killed it! Hi, I'm Eric Winsensen. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we get to the end of the night the light went on in Long Beach with a rousing version of Rollover Beethoven. Hey, it looks like I'm not the only one who at some point liked the shorter version (laughs) of this song. Looks like Jeff Lynn decided that he wasn't going to pull out all eight minutes on stage. Instead, he goes for, well, a nice compact version that still manages to get in Beethoven's fifth at the beginning and then just go on and do the song as it should be. No fart noises. (laughs) No acting stupid. Mm Mm-hmm but just a great onstage version of the Chuck Berry classic. Yeah. um, uh, The shorter version is good. I've always heard the one that's on the record from 1974 or since 1985 when I bought it. Before the show, I looked it up on YouTube, and there's a shorter version that's like four minutes something. And it really needs to stop with the editing of Rollover Beethoven. Because in the shorter version... It's just another bad edit of this song. It's so 
obvious and it's terrible. It just suddenly jumps right into the uh, wrapping up, roll over Beethoven, roll over Beethoven at the end. So the single version was a terrible edit. This is a terrible edit. People need to stop editing roll over Beethoven. I mean, I was fine with Jeff playing a shorter version. That's fine if you just leave that version alone. But on the 1998 remaster, it's just a hard lop and just all of a sudden, boom, uh, there's the edit. In my head, when I'm hearing the song, I'm picturing it as if it's happening live at the concert. Oh, there's a yellow up on the stage. I'm watching them do roll over Beethoven. So that scene is in my head where it's at the concert. But when you slap in a bad edit, all of a sudden it jerks my brain out of that scene and I'm in an editing bay where some lunkhead is just you know, cut it right here and paste it on the other end there. So it kind of takes my gourd out of the concert scene that's playing in my head and just kind of kills the mood that's trying to be set up by the song. Well, that's why we stopped hiring Skunk to do the editing in the studios for us. Skunk, think, song too long. Skunk, smash. <laughs> See, now... If they could do a good edit of Roll Over Beethoven, I'd be fine with that. And I can excuse the 1973 bad edit, because this was in a daze where you had grease pencil and editing tape to put things together, and it's not like you can hit an undo button. So if you make a mistake, it's, it's, it's bad. But this was in 1998. I mean, didn't they have Pro Tools back then? I'm sure they were using computers for sound editing. So even if it is a bad edit, they, somebody, whoever was making that CD or remixing that concert to put out on CD could have said, ooh, that's, that's a bad oopsie doodle. Let's fix that. But I don't know. The people who get assigned to edit down, roll over Beethoven, they either just don't care or they suck at their job. Skunk no use computer. Skunk use board with nail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking about people who like to beat on things, Bev Bevan actually does a great drum part in this. That's one of the highlights of this version is Bev Bevan just going wild on those drums. He's totally kicking ass on those drums. Yes. There was another thing about the edit that bothered me. It lopped out a Richard Tandy solo where it's like he's mimicking or paying homage to the organ solo in I'm Down when they played it at, I believe it was Shea Stadium. Okay. And John Lennon just went nuts on the keyboard, moving up and down and all that. And I think Paul McCartney, or maybe it was John, who said at that point he wondered if... Had John kind of snapped? And Richard Tandy kind of has his moment here where he sort of does the same thing. It's on the original record version, but on this remaster 1998 version, joint, it's lopped right out. Here's another knock again. Stop editing rollover Beethoven. You're taking out the fun parts, and you're making bad, bad edits. I must have listened to the shorter version then, because I've typically been listening to the remastered version on YouTube, and... But at least they left in the uh, piano part. They, he does... Yeah, he gets like he two does, He does a and... Jerry Lee Lewis-style piano part in this yeah. one. And uh, that's the yeah. other major highlight of, of this. Now, I've got a question. It sounds like the strings were live on this. Yeah, I mean... It, it sounds like they go right into the music rather than being a sample. 
So well, yeah, I mean, except for the uh, symphony number no. five at the beginning, I'm pretty sure that's tape. That's what I'm wondering. Was, was that a tape recorded, or was that them? Because it sounds a lot bigger than just what they had on stage. Yeah, to me, it sounds way, way too close to what was on the record. So I'm right. gonna guess that was a tape. But of course, after that, yeah, it's all ELO doing it live. So, would this be considered another cover song on this album? This would be considered a cover song on this album because it was a Chuck Berry song. Right. But it's still a major hit, well, kind of a major hit for Yellow. So, you can understand why they would be playing this on here because at this point, this, other than Showdown, this was their biggest hit at this particular point, too. Yeah, and that's why in my head I'm like, would this be considered another cover song on this album? On ELO 2, yeah, I would call that a cover version. But ELO didn't just play with the, you know, they got the tablature for the song and just played it, and here's another two and a half minute basically clone copy of Roll Over Beethoven. It's not like with the Beatles or other people who've remade Roll Over Beethoven, where it's just, it's pretty much stick to Chuck Berry's version. ELO added the Beethoven's part at the beginning. They got solos and electric guitar and violin and piano solos and some other Beethoven bits throughout the song. So they took the song and made it their own. So from that point on, whenever ELO plays it, they're playing the ELO version, which it's pretty much, it it just became an ELO song and part of their catalog that obviously they can't ignore. And in right. your hit, that's why, in that's America, why Showdown and this one are on here, is because if you left this off, it would be like, uh, say you did an ELO Live album now, and oh, no, we don't need Telephone Line. Oh, don't even, I, you're, <laughs> you're lucky I don't have a lot of time today. I come right over there and punch you in the face. You never leave off <laughs> Telephone Line. Got something to say about the live version of Rollover Beethoven? Then call the Telephone Line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. Bev Bevan remembers. And I really can't remember who came up with the idea of, oh, it's like it's so obvious, it's a bit corny, but let's put Beethoven's fifth, you know, with Rolliver Beethoven. And it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things that the simplest ideas are always the best. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I loved it. Well, I didn't like it for one part because I hurt myself. Owies. Two owies. Oh, she liked it. Taste the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast and get some good at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, the night the light went on in Long Beach. Bonus tracks, listener comments, and outtakes. <laughs>